You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Ask Drone You. We've got a very special episode today of question regarding something that we've kind of been on the precipice of for, I would say, a couple of years, which is understanding drone mapping and how the data integrates into, uh, we'll call it historical infrastructure, things like Esri, ArcGIS, QGIS, things that the government or large scale companies have been using for a long period of time. And when it comes to desktop based processing softwares like Bentley, like Pix4D, um, like some other ones, uh, Metashape, Oftentimes, sharing and distributing our data can be difficult, especially when there's security involved. With that said, we've got a great question today regarding how best to utilize things like Esri SiteScan or Drone to Map. I can't remember what the actual name is now, and how to best utilize that photogrammetric processing software to not only create maps, models, and orthos, but also to share and disseminate that data as well. As that's kind of like the next leg for drone mapping is many people now are understanding how to create maps, create digital twins, and even 3D models. It's actually astounding and amazing that even drones like the Mini 3 Pro can create lifelike 3D models, but drone technology has just gotten there. So today's show, we're gonna be talking about how to integrate your drone mapping, your drone operations, and your overall drone mapping program into things like Esri. As always, my name is Paul. And my name's Rob. Are we playing a question? Oh yeah, let's play is that, that funky question. That, that what question? That funky question. <laughs> but that's what you said. <laughs> and uh, brought to you by the Drone You Black Friday sale. We uh, hope you'll check it out. There's some great deals. Also brought to you by Colorado Drone Chargers. Oh, You've got to check them out. Chargers. We just got our hands on the Mavic 3 Quad Charger. It can actually hold eight batteries and charge four at a time. And I have to say, I've been getting sick and tired of the triple chargers from DJI and how they charge sequentially. I love how long the Mavic 3 flies. I just can't stand how long it takes to charge those batteries. Solve that problem with Colorado Drone Chargers, a trusted source for high quality, pure sine wave multi-chargers. Check them out, coloradodronechargers.com. Hey, Rob and Paul. My name's Sean Bixel, and I'm a Drone U member and I work in local government for a fast growing city here in Central Texas. I've been in the geospatial and asset management space for 25 years. And that really just means that I've had a long-standing love-hate relationship with all things Esri for half of my life now. I am in the beginning stages of standing up a managed drone operations program for the organization. And this is really going to fall outside of our public safety entities. I know for good reason that most of your focused contents on the established platforms such as Pix4D or Drone Deploy and others. But with the consideration that we're a fully integrated Esri shop, my two questions revolve around the tools that Esri provides. You know, they have site scan, drone to map, or even the long available tools within ArcMap and ArcGIS Pro for photogrammetry, orthomosaics, GCP processing, LiDAR point clouds. You know, really the beginning to end management of remotely captured aerial imagery and geospatial data. So what's your take on using the Esri provided tools as an alternative to those drone centric platforms? And have you used Esri's site scan for GIS in any capacity? 
And if so, really, what's your honest opinion of it? Thanks for the time. Keep doing what you do. Thank you very much for the question. It's a great one, Sean. I think that, uh, I don't know, it's, it's a question I've always had, actually, um, not being a mapper, so I don't you know vocalize it much, but I'm surprised it hasn't been asked more because it seems like Esri has some amazing stuff, but I, is it expensive? Maybe talk a little bit about what is Esri? Well, Esri is a historical platform for managing geospatial data. Is it a private company? It's my understanding that it's a private company. Well, that's, that's what I think. Too. I'm just kind of making sure everybody knows it's not like quasi-government or something. Because I mean, it might as well be for how many government, offer, how many yeah. government departments of, use it. Right. Especially when you think of like ArcGIS, right? Yeah. And how many government entities put their data on ArcGIS. It's incredible. Even, uh, you know, the, the famous FAA's uh, stoner SEO for, for UAS oh. maps. Remember? No. Visualize it. And it's on ArcGIS. Oh, stoner. <laughs> yeah. Okay, visualize it. Yeah. Hey, hey, I can just imagine the conversations at the FAA HQ. Um, hey, Bob, we need to put the UAS facility maps um, on ArcGIS and make sure it's easy to find for drone pilots. What do you think we should call it? Visualize it, man. <laughs> well, whoever that was is a genius. <laughs> or a really messed up joke. So there are geniuses at FAA. <laughs> yeah. really? oh. oh, man, I can't help myself. Anyway, Esri. <laughs> okay, benefits of Esri. Number one. He asked, what's your honest opinion? I think it's fairly good. It's important to understand that the background photogrammetric engine of Esri is PIX4D. So if you're familiar with PIX4D, like we have taught on for years now and kind of gone into the advanced processing options and, and how to create amazing data deliverables, even you know complex video animations, et cetera. If you're used to PIX4D, you're probably going to uh, have a very easy time understanding the workflow within Esri's drone to map site scan. We do train on this for our enterprise clients, just uh, for the caller to know. It is something that we do train on. Now, the user interface is slightly different, and sometimes the um, modus operandi is slightly different than PIX4D. But if you, again, understand the basic rules of photogrammetry, and most importantly, the relationship between acquisition of data and processing of data, you're probably going to have a seamless integration of using that program. Where I believe Esri really shines is again, the management of data, the reporting of data and the sharing of data. So PIX40 stops in creating that point cloud, that ortho, and you have to share that physical file to a client. Oftentimes you have to upload 3D models to things like Sketchfab or Google Poly in order to showcase your models in some sort of 3D viewer online. Or maybe you do it the smart way and you download Poetry and put it on your website and then you can you know, manage all of your models there. But for a lot of entities, especially government entities who need secure data sets, Esri does an amazing job in taking that photogrammetric information, your point clouds, your orthos, and putting it in a format that so many people are already used to managing and interpreting, aka the ArcGIS system and Esri's, you know, I would call it historical infrastructure of managing geospatial data. In all honesty, I think it does some things better than PIX4D, but I do like having more processing options that PIX4D has. You're not really able to fully control how data sets are processed within the SiteScan Esri ecosystem. And in all honesty, it does get you 90% there. There's just certain data sets 
that you might want to use PIX4D to really finagle and make sure that they work properly. So all that to be said, honest opinion, I say it's fairly good. I'd say it's 90% there and it needs some updates and some new features. In fact, uh, Jeremiah, I still owe you an email. So I so forgive me uh, that I haven't reached out to you. It's just been crazy busy here because even Esri's reached out to us. Um, to integrate some of the training that we're already doing and offer it in a more educational space, which we appreciate, Esri. So thank you. Um, it's just which that, we should do, which we're going to do. Yeah, yeah. just Paul has dropped the ball. That's me. Uh, so <laughs> there's, a lot going on. there's a lot of balls to be dropped. Yeah. So, so thank you, Sean, for the question. It's very timely. It is very timely, Sean. Also, Sean, I just got to give you props, man. Um, number one, that was definitely a scripted question. So, but you did a very good job and you did a very good job delivering it. And I thought it was a very thoughtful question. In all honesty, the answer to your question is I think Esri is superior in delivering, sharing data and putting your data in a place that a lot of people already understand how to use and manipulate that data. So I think Esri takes the best of Pix40 and says, let's add cool reporting and a more secure way of sharing and interpreting data. And, and I would say that is Esri SightScan in a nutshell. So as a layman, so what we're talking about is SightScan? Because it's, I thought SightScan was really expensive. So I'll be honest with you. That's I, not even listed I, in their product. So I'll be honest with you. Drone to map, SightScan. I just think of it in my eyes. I think of those things as synonymous. And I know they're not synonymous. But I, when I think of them, I think of them as a methodology of getting uh, drone photos processed into 2D and 3D data and then shared into said data. So in all honesty, I'm not going to get lost in the nomenclature. I know they do slightly different things and they work together. So whatever. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at with that. So okay. maybe we'll see it as CES this year. And by the way, just so you know, they are uh, down the street by our favorite empanada place. Esri's? Yeah, they're in Denver. Let's go visit. Okay. Not so, just for the empanadas. Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> thanks to uh, Lena. Good little, good little bar right there, too. Uh, yeah, thanks to Lena and Kyle, we know about the empanada place. Absolutely. So, anyway, well, yeah. I think that answers the question to you. Yeah, I mean, I think it does. I think that it says that uh, from your perspective as a drone mapper at the highest level, it's very viable. Yeah, I think it's a great enterprise solution. I think I, I think that's important. To yeah, that's up. actually a really important question. Sorry to cut you off, but I want to make sure that we ask this question. Who should use it and who shouldn't? I think this is for large-scale drone programs. Like what he's talking about. Uh -huh, government entities, okay. public safety. Um, and so even in our public safety program, we actually have John and Mike who go through how to get your data into Esri. And so that actually might need to be updated since they've updated a lot of their stuff. What doesn't need to be updated nowadays? So true, so true. It's so incredibly difficult to keep up, but it does, um, what you're saying certainly plays out with respect to our large enterprise clients that do mapping. 100%. This is where they're at. 100%. Yeah. So I hope that helps. If you have a question, go to askdroneu.com. Honestly, there are so many things to keep learning. I feel like DJI by itself forces us to continue learning. For example, I'm really excited about the new Osmo Pocket 3 when you combine it with a Mini 4 Pro and the new DJI microphones. I mean, I think of how I used to go to conferences and even just 2016, and I'd have a huge Ronin with a camera on a monopod with, you know, huge mic like headphones and thousand dollar microphones and a backpack full of lenses and all this. And now in all honesty, you literally need two pieces of gear and you're good to go. And you can carry it 
in your mini, uh, <laughs> your mini. Uh, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, come on over to the dark side. <laughs> I gotta get photos with you in a mani pack now. And it's not a fanny pack, okay? <laughs> it's it a is, mani pack. It's a mani pack. You buy me one, I'm sporting it proudly. So you can send your mani packs <laughs> for Rob's influencer uh, promotional ads. That's right. And uh, I will make sure we turn these lights on strobe effect. We'll put you on a turntable and, you know, we'll make it a lot of fun. So. I am not wearing um, short shorts. Not going to do it. Sophie shorts, though? Will that cut it? I don't know what those are. Just say yes. No. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> on that bombshell, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks again for joining us at Ask Drone You. We believe that videos, images, words, and sound have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.